the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Got some live content for you today talking about your retirement. IHOP changed its name to IHOP to promote its new burger menu. Reviews are that they're shockingly good. Does that shock me? No. Nothing shocks me. I'll be quite honest with you. Tesla's decision to cut 9% of its workforce is a sign that its cash crunch is getting real. For 10 plus years, Tesla loses lots and lots of money. This week they announced a job cut. 9% of their uh, force, not manufacturing. It's tied towards people that might have gone to, say, Home Depot and handed out flyers. It's tied towards people who get some salaries, not the manufacturing people who make the car, the services side of Tesla. They, they need to show a little bit of a profit. Investors get kind of freaked out from time to time, and that's that story, because labor is the biggest cost to business. So that's why when you see the employment report, how employed is America? And you hear federal officials saying it's about as good as it gets, i.e. full employment. When you see that Tesla's cutting 9% of its sales force so that they can, 9% of its services staff, so that they can, they can kind of try to get some traction. That's what they want. They want some traction in earnings. They want it to hit the bottom line in the July quarter. So that's a big story, right? Tesla's kind of growing up. It's all about earnings. And in that lesson, you quickly learn that we don't really care that the economy is going to slow until people start getting laid off. When corporations decide more earnings are more important or some earnings are least important. A federal judge yesterday changed media for a long time. The federal judge also changed companies like CVS for a long time. Do you remember when you wanted desperately to have like that perfect spouse and if you're a male it might have been she's as sweet as your mother she's she's as loving as your mother she's as sweet as your sister she's athletic as brandy chastain she's and she's also your best friend so you always wanted this hybrid thing going on and now a federal judge has brought that hybrid thing on bring it on who did he bring it on to Brought it on to one, the only retail world, and also to media. AT&T is going to be able to acquire Time Warner without any restraints. The restraints are already put in kind of our place. And that ruling came with a warning to the Department of Justice saying, don't press it. Don't necessarily think that you have to appeal. The win for AT&T and the defeat for the Department of Justice, ultimately has opened a wide door of mergers and acquisition speculation for me. 
AT&T was a telecommunications company to me. Don't forget, AT&T once at some point in time was local phone services, long-distance phone services, right? State-to-state, county-to-county. They, they used to, like, oh, put the screw on us every way they could. More money. We need more money. We're a monopoly. And now all they are is unlimited data per month or a good, uh, better call zone. It's 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 commodity, right? The difference between AT&T, Verizon, and Sprint. Time Warner, on the other hand, has HBO, and they've got Andre the Giant documentaries, and they've got Six Feet Under, which some people go back and revisit. Some of their old favorite TV shows. Some of them age better than others. But they also got Dun, 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 Game of Thrones, and they, they got it all. They, they're not Netflix as far as their original content goes. Some would say they're better content. Some would say that they're... You know, in the same ballpark, at least. So now Verizon, they got up their game because Yahoo ain't going to cut it compared to Time Warner. Amazon's getting into more soccer. Google YouTube TV. YouTube TV isn't exactly allowing you to see the Internet faster. It's allowing you to see ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Sports, Comcast, and ESPN. Not exactly groundbreaking. But now there's companies like CVS, which does... Basically, pharmaceuticals. Let's just kind of put that out there, that you get sick today, you call the doctor, and the doctor says, don't jump on the bed, you silly monkey. No, the doctor's going to say something different. What is he going to say? He's going to say, let me write a prescription for that. Oh, let, ooh, ooh, let me look at your skin. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You got alligatoritis. Uh, I need to write a script for that. So you're going to go off to CVS. And now companies that, you know, sell the alligatoritis skin cream or who make it, companies, uh, the distributors, the wholesalers, the, the whole environment, we ha- we've now gone hybrid. If you want the perfect spouse who can cook gourmet, who c- who's athletic, who's intelligent, can solve cancer by day, fry up bacon in the morning, and make you never forget you're a man. Remember that Angelet skin cream? Anyhow, um, yeah, so now when we go to CVS or when we go to Whole Foods, we want, you know, supersize me with an Amazon package, right? Some of the things that we've known, grown, dear and loving, sweet to have become bastardization hybrids of themselves. So Comcast is going to make a bid today for 21st Century Fox. That's going to happen because AT&T is allowed to go after Time Warner. a little bit of the beyond the planet of the war of the apes or the war of the battle beyond earth of the apes or I was watching one of those movies and it's a little bit bummed it's a 20th century fox I'm like why not why not do the 20th century fox logo instead of the 21st century and again brand do you remember that that you know do the do that little drum roll again the dun, 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 dun. do you remember how that hit you as a kid when you go to the movies like whoo So Disney has put a stock offer in for Fox. And Rupert Murdoch, he's built 21st Century Fox from the ground up. It's an amazing story. And you can like him, you can hate him. There's, Trust me, there's enough great Gatsby in there that, you know, it, it's there. He's got the kids bickering for control of the company. He's got, you know, he's got it all, right? He's basically an old man. He says, old man, time to dismantle what I grew 
So, so he wants to hit the cash register on the way out. So he's thrilled that AT&T and Time Warner are allowed to merge and acquire each other. Because he's already got an offer from Disney, and he goes, Comcast, I'm listening. And he's like, Disney, when they, if they offer, when they offer. But if they offer, you have five days to make a counteroffer. So I own shares of Disney, and I hate this. Comcast looks like it's at a triple top. 21st Century Fox looks like a 21st Century Fox. Fox lady! So Jimi Hendrix? I don't know. My, see, there's a point in time where I don't know classic rock. And that's kind of embarrassing. Just to throw that out there at you. So, I don't play golf. I don't know classic rock back to, like, the early 60s and stuff like that. My knowledge base in music is an inch deep and a mile wide. My knowledge base in investing, ah, now that's where I'm sexy, fun, and deep and, and invigorating. Find me online at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Don't ask me to be your political Buddha or guru. I'm not going to say anything insightful or smart about Trump and Kim Jong-un hanging out and meeting and whether or not it's right for a country, two countries to work together when you consider the United States the greatest country in the world. Should we really lower our standards to dealing with a dictator who has people in prison camps, hard labor camps, who doesn't feed his nutrition, his people, who basically inherited a great military? I'm not smart enough to figure this stuff out. I can tell you that the less stress there is in the world, the higher the the stock markets go. Stress is what we always freak out about. But I'll also say this. If it's not Kim Jong-un and the tensions that he creates and the stress that he creates in the Korean Peninsula and in China and Asia, Japan, if it's not him, it's going to be something else. It's going to be a shark with a laser. It's going to be something to be Putin on a horse with his shirt off. It's going to be a terrorist. Sharks to be an with ISIS laser cell. beams attached it's, to their heads. There's always going to be a wall of worry. There's always going to be a bad guy. The world needs a bad guy. And maybe it's going to be high prices of oil. And when it's not high price of oil, let's, let's take a look around. Maybe it's tech companies. It, it's always going to be something. It's the Trump Kim Summit. Dave and Buster's, Restoration Hardware. Do you see how fun my job is? It really spans a big, big swath. Now, Bitcoin's price was artificially inflated last year. Let's talk about another thing I know very little about Bitcoin. I know, what, I do know, what I do know I don't like. It's not really tied to anything, and it can be manipulated, and it can be hacked. And the one thing that, that has me urinating in my pants is when you can say cryptocurrency hack. Wait, wait. Whoa. A digital currency could be hacked and it can be totally taken. With your credit card, we've got consumer protections in place that stop the Turkish hacker from ripping off your credit card and planning a trip around the world and then asking for a refund two days later and then you're stuck with a bill. That doesn't happen. It would happen if you use a debit card, but it couldn't happen if you use a credit card. So I want, I want cryptocurrencies a little more protected, like credit cards, like consumers and their protections with credit card companies. 
Until then, it's just not me. And again, it's totally fine. I've got a friend who likes to smoke expensive cigars, and it's just not me. Oh, and you take your expensive cigar and you dip it in the whiskey like so. It's just not me. Let's stop pretending. Cryptocurrencies aren't me. So do I think it can go lower? I don't know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. A lot of drama with media stocks today. A lot of drama because of what's going on with AT&T and Time Warner. And who's going to make a bid for Comcasts or 21st Century Fox. That's awesome. Because that's where I kind of work. I look at cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and I go, makes no sense. How do you value it? Does it go out and get a job? What happens if it gets wiped out? Like, how do you do it? But now you can take a look at exactly what Time Warner and AT&T were willing to pay for each other to get together. Price to sales ratio, price to earnings ratio, price, price to debt ratios. You can take a look at companies like 21st Century Fox and say that they want a stock transaction because it's not going to be as heavily taxed. Now, do you see why taxes kind of has a, a thing? It's a thing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Ooh, Apple has a new app that lets you measure almost anything on your with your iPhone. And I'll say it's kind of cool. But at the same point in time, I'll say there's something called a tape measure. And that brings us back to that. I know. It brings us back to, do we really need this for $1,000 or whatever it's going to be that we have to pay for it? Apple's launching a new measure app in iOS 12. It's like I was saying a couple of weeks ago, someone was asking me about funerals and the idea of being buried and the cost of it and uh, people's wishes and people wanting to get, you know, thrown in the blast furnace and turned into ash. I think we should come up with an eye casket sooner than later. It was Steve Jobs' greatest last idea. A glass casket? Are you kidding me? Be preserved forever in gorilla glass. Text message from heaven. That's what I that's how I would sell it. Or in my case, text message from the seven levels of well, H E double toothpicks, right? So the question bears fruit here, and it's summertime, so the kids aren't being dropped off at school. So I can turn the show a little bit more PG thirteen. The question, you know, comes fruition is do we really do we really need iPhones or like if there's solving measuring problems for us? Have we lost that ability to, to say, huh, I don't know about that one. That's not exactly a feature that's in high demand. But then again, maybe it is. Maybe there's third world countries out there or developing countries. What's the term now? Uh, Wonder Woman 2 is coming out, followed by Wonder Woman 3. Sometimes things just aren't that original. Americans spent a record $36 billion on video games. This is worth noting. J.J. Abrams, who came up with that TV show Lost, has said he's going to start his own production company for uh, video games. Why? Because we spend more money on video games. That stupid Fortnite, and I'm not calling it stupid, it's going to pull in $3 billion this year. If I could sell my blood on the streets for $3 billion. I would figure out how to do it. Like I'd be like, woo! Does my blood have mercury levels in it high enough to make me into a superhero? 
Rob Black ate so much fish that his mercury levels rose to the point of almost toxic shock death syndrome, and his brain froze, and he turned into a superhero. I know you're saying, where's this going? Okay, maybe nowhere. $36 billion Americans spent on video games last year, and it's expected to grow with the demographics. You got to own Electronic Arts Take Two, Activision, NVIDIA. Microsoft is perfectly positioned to. When the consoles go away, and we. we this is probably our last console generation. From now on, we're going to be using the hardware offsite if you have a super fast internet connection. A lot going on. Bigger than the movie industry, in my opinion. Better investments, at least. More profitable. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Don't forget, I got a seminar coming up. When I do have a seminar coming up, you can go to robblackshow.com. It's coming up in about two weeks. You can use the code RADIO25, Palo Alto uh, area. You can sign up using code RADIO25. It's a Thursday evening, 630 to 830. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I'm not asking for too big of a favor when I ask this. But watch some of the World Cup as it plays out in the, in, on, in the world of television. I know your favorite team may or may not be in. When the United States, Canada, and Mexico won the right to host the World Cup in 2026, I'm like, that's a good thing. It's eight years from now. It's a long time. It's a long time. If your kid's 10 years old, he'll be 18 by the time that rolls around to the United States. But it's good that Morocco didn't get it. And I'm saying why? Because ultimately it becomes a showpiece. It becomes a way of drawing people to visit your country. Last time the United States held a World Cup, it had the, a, a record attendance worldwide in 1994. So it, it becomes very accessible to the world. And it shows you the infrastructure the United States can handle it, whereas maybe the infrastructure of Cater or Qatar can't, or Russia can't. And I think it's the future of sporting events is bigger. The NFL wants games you know, in sunny California, in sunny areas. Or in areas where there's domes where they can say, you know, here's our product. We're highlighting it. A billion people watched the finals four years ago when Germany basically um, dominated the tournament. And yet a billion people still watched. It's a 32-country field. And again, it shows you a little Anthony Bourdain thing going on of, you know, take a look around the world on occasion. Uh, do we have an immigration issue in the United States? Take a look around the world. Do they? Like, try to take a look. <laughs> Stop it on occasion and see more. That Like, baseball stadiums are empty. They're empty. Even the, my beloved Giants uh, have trouble selling tickets. Not trouble. Some teams have much more trouble. But it's disconcerting to see an NFL stadium, an NBA stadium. NBA's got problems, too. Like, everyone. Oh, don't even get me started. I'm digressing. You know, there's a movie coming out this summer called Megadon. And it's basically a Megadon had teeth that were twice the size of a shark. And it lived in the ocean. For some reason, we never knew about this when I was a kid. But now that we know about it, it's Jurassic Park. And it's it's got its own fish hunting of human story uh, coming out. And do I want to see it? Hell yeah, I want to see it. Who doesn't want to see a, a big fish eat people? 
in interesting, creative ways. I know what you're saying. I think we've seen big fish eat people in interesting, creative ways. There can't be any more interesting, creative ways for big fish to eat people. Speaking of interesting, creative ways, talk about mega conversions. Talking about Megadon tooth is twice as big as a shark. You know, shark always are growing new teeth, and they just continue to push forward and drop out. Did you know that? So anyway, I'm totally digressing. Um, Megadon, Mega Roth conversions. CFP Chad Burton talks about doing the Mega Roth conversion. Now, this has to be good. If Megadon's twice as big as uh, the greatest shark out there, the Great White, it's going to be a big, big topic. Chad, don't disappoint. CFP Chad Burton. Had an email question. It was pretty long, so I'm not going to read it. But it it had to do with how somebody is going to benefit from this new 20% deduction on business income. Um, it, it's a new one. It's you know tax forms aren't even out for it. Software is trying to adjust for it. CPAs are f- trying to project and plan for it. And we're already halfway through the year, and there's some things that need to be clarified. For example, one thing that I need clarified is why specifically financial advisors, for example, are just crushed when it comes to this new one, where, where it's just completely unfair why you treat some businesses differently than others. It doesn't make a lot of sense, especially financial advisors. We've had a ton more work dealing with our business owner clients, clients that own real estate and working together with CPAs to do projections. It's a little bit crazy, but here, here, here we go. And the question basically had to do with somebody that, um, if, if they meet the taxable income test on getting this new deduction, can they have multiple businesses and each business gets the 20% deduction? And I got to be honest, we need some more clarity on this because I've talked to two CPAs um, in the last two days in different situations and they had kind of differing opinions. Um, there's there's a couple of different tests, though. And the first one is if you look at your income before you have your passive income. So if you have a business or real estate, and it doesn't matter if the real estate's just owned directly or in a LLC, it does not matter. But the first test is look at your income before that passive income is counted. And if you're single and that your income's taxable income's under 157500 or if you're married, that taxable income is under 315, you should qualify for the new deduction, which is if it's a rental property and you have net income of, say, $10,000, you should be able to get a $2,000 extra federal tax deduction on top of that. Now, if your income's over that, those limits, 157.5 if you're single or 315,000 if you're married filing jointly, it changes. It changes and it's based on basically the the cost base acquisition cost of the structure i believe and there's a couple of different tests and things that go into that like how you made your capital improvements but it switches to maybe two and a half percent of that number if it's a business the, the, it, it gets even more complicated because there is a not only the taxable income prior to that business income but there's another one where the qualified business deduction is the lesser of either 20% of your qualified business income, so the lesser of that, or the greater of 50% of the W-2 wages, 
or the sum of 25% of the W-2 wages plus 2.5% of the unadjusted basis of all qualified property in the business. So do you remember when we were sitting there hearing you know, examples of how we were going to be able to do a tax return on a postcard? If you talk to any CPA, they will tell you this is one of the most complex tax packages that we've ever seen. So I've been in the business since 1993, um, and have seen a, you know many changes to the tax code, especially the estate planning side that we could adjust for. This is this is this is tough to really get your wrap your head around it. And I mean, look, some of the strategies you should be looking at if you're a business owner and you own real estate is well, maybe it's an option where you have your business income but then you have a, a property management company and you have a, a, the real estate that you own. And it's, is there ways to essentially legally shift income around to the different entities to apply or to qualify for tax deductions on each one? That's the question. And it's, it's tough to model. It's tough to figure it out there. We need a lot of clarity on this law, but I mean, if, if you're a business owner, you want to know, right? Do you have an extra tax deduction now? Are you withholding too much or paying too much on your quarterly tax payments, which nobody ever likes to do because you're basically giving the government a tax-free loan? When's the last time they give you a tax-free anything? So I was just working recently with a person that was helping through the first time that they were filing single for a long time, and at the same time, primary custody of their two kids, and they were withholding an amount that was about $12,000 too much based on their change in status and the change in the tax law. And I mean, it was a big sigh of relief for that person because they were really kind of figuring out, okay, how I'm withholding taxes now and I'm too, too much. I didn't, they didn't know that. And they were also kind of like kind of strained cash flow wise. So that might be you. That's why it's interesting because a lot of people think that the, the tax cut with the reduction in the ability to take state and local income taxes above $10,000 is a horrible thing for them and they're going to pay way more in taxes. Oddly enough, if you are a married couple, maybe you just bought your first house, so you're making a lot of money in, in the Bay Area, considered a lot of money elsewhere, but normal money in the Bay Area in order to be able to afford to buy a house and you have no other deductions, no other real estate, no business that's who it's hurting. But if you're a retired person and you have maybe business interest or a couple different rental properties or, and you don't pay a lot in property taxes, you're actually doing extremely well. So some of the numbers that we're looking at in that area, if you do things right, you're able to convert more money to a Roth IRA each year from your IRAs. Um, and the, this, that's such a huge strategy to look at right now because look, Taxes are going to go up in the future. I don't see a way that this tax code is going to stay in place in 2026 when it all expires unless we grow the economy at 4%. And we're so far into this business cycle, it's going to be tough to see how we get through the next several years without a a recession because they're healthy, shakes out you know, irrational exuberance when we go through a recession. It's part of economic cycles. It's very normal and healthy, creates great buying opportunities. But we have a budget deficit already. We have an aging population. Mathematically, we need to figure out how much taxes the millennials are going to pay in order to support Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. 
Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I always have little seminars coming up. And, uh, you know, honestly, I've been doing this 20 years. Let's say I do it for 30 or let's say I go 35 or, or 25 at some point in time, I'm going to stop. And I think I've helped enough people that I feel really good about it at this point in time. Um, I know you're saying, whoa, you got a lot going on there. Are you retiring? Not quite. But there, there comes a point, survey says, where we survey ourselves. And, and we start going, how much longer do I want to do this? What does retirement look like? Should I just move to Florida now? There's a lot going on there, right? And I think what I'm trying to get at is we all should have that question. I saw that recently on uh, Family Feud. What up with Rich Dawson making out with ladies? Um, the question was, when should you start thinking about retirement? And I think the right answer is going to differ for a lot of people. Depends on, you know what sort of spending and what sort of your, you know, your parents' inheritance. Sadly, I know way too many people who, they don't have that as their excuse. They don't have the ability to say, well, I'm going to get a big inheritance, so I'm going to not even think about it at all. Most people I know are the exact opposite. They're seeing their, um, they're seeing their whole house, shall we say, parents spend the inheritance. So one of the things I like doing are these seminars and these events to talk to you about investing and get you a little bit more excited with my portfolio, what I'm thinking, why. Are there investments in the World Cup? Sure. Are there investments in media and Netflix worlds? Yeah. Um, what does the future look like? Probably a lot like China, right? Not because I'm being racist or nationalist or anything like that. It's just we're becoming denser and denser. And they've got the business model. They've got the society that's based on, not based on density, it's dense. When you hear how many cities have a million plus people in China versus the United States, we're small. We're small by a lot. China's much bigger. So tip of the hat to China. I'll tell you what, construction of housing is changing, and that tells you that you used to hear about all the tiny apartments in Japan. Do you remember growing up and you'd hear about, yeah, the Japanese have really small apartments. Guess what's coming to the United States? Really small apartments. Not every single house, right? So I, I like talking a little bit about where this leads us to and what's it mean. Thursday, June 28th, 638 30 Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Big event. It's 6.30 to 8.30 talking about diversification, bond alternatives. With interest rates moving higher, do you still look for bond alternatives or do you look for bonds? Interest rates are tied towards bonds. How do you balance your portfolio? I have an assertion that I believe to be true that the Federal Reserve is a major cause of recessions in the United States. 
and that they it's not a science and we expect it to be a science and it's not a science. And as you push interest rates higher, it changes the cost of borrowing. It creates a borrowing for a credit card is variable or a home equity line of credit. If it's tied towards a variable rate, it means your, your costs are going to go up. You still have the same exact amount of real estate, but you've got a variable rate mortgage. You see where that's going. So rising rates and deficits in the United States spell big trouble for the United States down the road. We borrow, 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 borrow money, whether it be corporations, individuals, and or the United States. Our deficit is us borrowing money. But unlike you and me, we just print money as a country and say, there you go. Anyone who's borrowed money, for, uh, who's, who's let, lent us money, we're going to pay you back with freshly minted dollar bills that smell of the crispy year 2018. So the Federal Reserve pushing the cost of borrowing higher. It pushes the cost of your credit card, maybe your variable rate mortgage, your ARM adjustable rate mortgage, maybe your home equity line of credit, somewhat your car payments, your new car payments, less so mortgage payments. But it's, it's tied into the short term for sure. So the big thoughts right now are, will the Fed continue to march, march, march higher with rate hikes? Or at some point in time, will they back off? Step down, Maverick. You're a danger. The Federal Reserve is a danger to a booming economy. A booming economy can create inflation. Inflation is a danger to a booming economy. It's a weird cycle, right? So you kind of look for Goldilocks. Goldilocks was kind of a special little lady, in large part because she didn't like things too hot and she didn't like things too cold. She was moderation. So she probably was the perfect weight. She probably had the perfect health because she moderated everything. She didn't do things to extreme one way or the other. Our Federal Reserve sometimes marches a little too fast, a little too forward. Sometimes they, they're a little too slow. Too slow and they create massive inflation to raise interest rates. Too fast and they kill demand. It's not a science. It's an art. Don't expect scientific results. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get into any seminar coming up if you are a radio listener. Radio25 at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.